For tape, CDs, DVDs, to our publication, Voices from His Excellent Glory, Declaring the Kingdom, write P.O. Box 21516, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Zip 71903. Our website is www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com. There are many hundreds of free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home. This is a Thursday evening service of September the 3rd, 1998, of the Labor Day Camp Meeting being held at Lake Hamilton Bible Campgrounds, Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas. Brother Tommy Cook, uh, who some of you may not have met before, uh, from uh, over in the Tulsa area, is going to come and minister to us. Get your pencils ready. The Lord has used Tommy wonderfully in teaching. He is a teacher and, and used him also in the prophetic word of the Lord. So, Tommy, come and we pray the blessing of the Lord tonight and to use you in whatever the Lord leads as you minister to us this evening. Thank you, Glenn. Praise the Lord. Let's stand together, please. May the Lord bless you. How many are glad you're here tonight? How many, how many are glad you're here tonight? How many are glad Jesus is here tonight? Praise God. Let's pray. Father God, we bless you and we honor you, Lord. Lord, we bow before you. Lord, we bow our hearts before you, Lord God. We're nothing apart from you. We ask, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would help us, Lord, tonight. You're the teacher, Lord God. And we ask the Spirit of God to come and minister in and through us, Lord. Without you, we're nothing. We submit to you, Lord, and we ask the Holy Spirit to touch each heart here tonight. We believe, Lord, we're here for a purpose, Lord. We know we're at the end of the age, Lord, and you're speaking to your church. Speak to us tonight, we pray. In Jesus' name, and we all said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Turn tonight um, in the book of um, Amos. I want to go there first, and then we'll go to Revelation. To, uh, get a scripture there. The uh, hi, Mary. We. Um, I was out walking. How many like to go walk? Amen. I was out walking the other night, and the Lord began to speak to me. I believe uh, for the word tonight. I mean, it's always good to hear ahead of time what God is maybe saying. Isn't that right? Especially if you're, you're a teacher or a preacher. Good to hear. But in, in Amos, we'll go there, and, um, and then we'll go to Revelation, as I said. I want to go to Amos, verse 3 through 7. Praise God. Amos, I'm sorry, it's Amos 6, 3 through 7. I tell you, this Amos, this book of Amos is tremendous. I used to teach a lot in Amos. Verse 3. Ye that put far away the evil day and cause a seed of violence to come near. They lie upon beds of what? Ivory and stretch themselves upon their couches and eat lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the midst of the stall. That chant to the sound of the vial and invent to themselves instruments of music like David. That drink wine. Thank you very much, Kyle. That drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the chief ointments but they are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. Otherwise, they're, they're enjoying their good times, but they don't care about anybody else. How many know the church is full of those kind of people? Now go to Revelation. And how many know we can fall in that trap, trap too? Revelation 3. Revelation 3. And verse 17 and 18. Now, before I read these verses, how many know that this is the last church of the seven? Seven is the number of spiritual perfection. And I tell you, I believe God's going to perfect the people in this hour. Do you? 
Or mature people, I should say. Anybody agree with that? Anybody want to get mature? Amen. Amen. Now, how many know that we have a choice that we can buy the gold and we can buy the, the raiment that He's putting upon us? Isn't that right? By our self-life, by denying ourselves, submitting to Christ. And how many believe that, that He gave one of the greatest promises to this last church? Those that overcome, He said, can sit down with me in my throne even as I overcome and sit down with the Father. Is that right? And on the way to the throne, how many know we have to stop off at the table of the Lord and sup with the Lord? Is that true? And you know, Jesus, in the book of Revelation, where is Jesus at? He's standing in the middle of the midst of the candlestick. There's seven churches, aren't there? The lampstand was seven, uh, seven branch lampstand. Three, three, and one in the middle. And he's right in the midst. And I believe he's in the midst of this last church especially. It's not all bad, but I'm telling you, God spoke something to me. Look here in Revelation 3, now verse 17. He said, Because thou sayest, I am rich. Now, let's stop right there. Who is the Lord talking to here? Church, isn't it, Glenn? He's talking to you and me. He's talking to the church in Hot Springs, the church in Tulsa, the church in Belize, the church everywhere. Isn't that right? And so he said in this verse, Because thou sayest, so... Out of the abundance, come on, of the heart, the mouth speaks. Isn't that right? And where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Is that true? Okay. He said, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods. Now, how many know it's not wrong to have things? But it's certainly wrong for things to have us. Is that right? Okay. Notice, And have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable, and poor, blind, and naked. Now, who's he talking to? Church. Church. Okay. I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the fire in order that thou mayest be rich. And how many know these riches are not necessarily money in the bank? Come on. How many know he's our riches tonight? And white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness does not appear... And anoint thine eyes with eyes, said, that thou mayest see. And you can go ahead and read the rest of that. Praise God. But those are the verses the Lord gave me. Praise God. Now, how many know that we can become, if we're not careful, lovers of ourselves, lovers of money, and there's nothing wrong with money in itself, but lovers of money, I said. Come on, the root of what? And we can become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Is that true? Amen. And I believe it's true in, in many places. Now, I may believe that this church, there's a mixture here. Isn't that right? They're lukewarm. Anybody want to be lukewarm tonight? Anybody want to be cold tonight? Anybody want to be hot tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. But how many believe there's a lot of lukewarmness in the church? And in us at times. Come on. Amen. And so this is the comfort zone, see. This is the mixture. And this is a luxury, we'd say, everywhere. An affluent society, and we know we live in it, don't we? Is that true? And so, brethren, God is speaking to us tonight. And you know, brother, how many know this is deception? This can be deception. To be deterred from Christ. To get your eyes on the world, eyes on the riches, eyes on whatever it may be. Is that right? Now, how many believe that we can be seduced from the faith because of the love of money? Is that true? 
Praise God. Now, the Bible talks about filthy lucre. You ever read that? I mean, when you make money, it's not filthy. It's the cleanest thing you have. It's the way we use it. It's our motives. Is that true? I mean, no dirty money is because motives are dirty. Come on. Clean money is because our motives are pure. Is that right? Now, look in Revelation 2. Now, wait a minute. What did he say to this church? Let's look back here at verse 17. He said, Because thou says, I am rich. Now, go to chapter 2. Now, in chapter 2, verse 9. And you know, brethren, I hope everyone in this room is blessed. And God is blessing you in many ways. But how many know we can't let those blessings get in our way of serving God? Amen? Amen. Revelation 2, 9. I know thy works. And what else? Good times? Tribulation. Does he know your tribulation, brother? He knows mine. He knows brother Speed's. And he said, I know your works, I know your tribulation, and poverty. Oh, that's a dirty word. That's not positive. <laughs> well, none of us want to live in poverty. But how many know there are people sometimes are in poverty in different parts of the world? Isn't that right? But he said, Thou art rich. Now, notice the contrast. He said, Here, this church, many of them were in poverty, but he said, You're rich. You have me. In Laodicea, they're saying, We're rich. And he said, No, you're not. You're poor. They had the wealth. That's the last church. They had the wealth. But how many know we can throw that wealth away and receive Jesus? Anybody want, anybody want Jesus more than you want your gold and silver and your money and your green back? Huh? I mean, that's all important in this place, isn't it? But we've got to have Jesus. Can you say amen? Praise God. So, all right. Now, how many know that, how many know that in Revelation? Let's go there. Revelation 18. I'll give you a scripture. Revelation. Speed will, follow, speed will follow up on all this <laughs> later. <laughs> Revelation 18, verse, uh, let's see, let's go to verse 7 and 9, I think it is. Verse 7 and verse 9. How many know this is the harlot church we're dealing with? I, did I say Revelation 18? Okay, verse 7. How much she hath glorified herself, lived deliciously. How many see that word deliciously? How many see that word? You know what it means? It means arrogant luxury. Arrogant luxury or wanton. How many believe there's a thing called pride can get in us? Come on. Arrogancy, boastfulness, amen, haughty spirit, self-righteous. You know, I got, I got all I need. I don't need anything else. That's what that church was saying. And then in verse uh, 9 also, And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her, and so, brethren, we're there tonight, aren't we? How many believe it? Now, look in Colossians 3. I'm going to go slow tonight, but I have a word that I really want to get out because the Holy Ghost dealt with me. We, as Brother Golden said, let's hear what God's saying to us. Amen? How many know the man one time built big barns? He said, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll tear those things down, and I'll build bigger ones, and I'll say, so, you got it made. Come on, Amen? How many know none of us have it made yet? God said, you're a fool. Colossians 3. If you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection, your mind, on things above, not on the things on the earth. But how many believe that sometimes we get our mind more on the earth than we do on the heavenly? Can we do it? Is it, is, is it possible? Well, we do it sometimes. Now look in Philippians 3. Philippians 3. 
Hallelujah. Philippians 3, verse uh, 19, 18. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Not just the cross that Jesus died on. How many know that's that daily cross? Next verse. Whose end is destruction, whose God is there belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind, notice, their mind, who mind earthly things. I mean, no, that's carnal things. Now, we can mind the things of God, or we can mind the things of this earth. Is that true? Okay. Praise the Lord. All right, now, let's go back now to Revelation, and let's see what Jesus said to this church again. Chapter 3, where we were. What did Jesus say? He said, because thou sayest, because you say. And because of what you say, I'm going to tell you now what I'm going to say. Hallelujah. And what did he tell them in this church here of Laodicea? Brethren, in chapter 3, he said to them five things. You're wretched, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind and naked. I want to tell you something. I don't want to be in that crowd. I do not want to be in the crowd that Jesus spoke that to this last church. Anybody want to be in that crowd? Notice, the word wretched, it means distressful. It means misery. I mean, oh, there are people that are miserable tonight and they want company. Well, I don't want to be in their company. How about you? It literally means to be miserable or distressed is what the word means. Now, Jesus said that would happen if riches is our God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And then he said the next word was miserable. And it means to, it's like p- being pitied and so forth. And then poor. And, uh, you know, and, and blind. How many know that we need some revelation in the church, in our lives? We need discernment. Is that right? We need insight, perception. We need to see spiritual things, do we? Praise God. And then naked. How many know that Christ is our covering tonight? You know you can lose your garment? How many know in, in Matthew 21, the guy came into the wedding feast without a garment? Remember that? That wasn't heaven. How many know the Lord's not going to rapture somebody out of heaven and throw him out of heaven? I mean, no, that scene was on the earth. He just didn't have a wedding garment on. And you know, there are people setting out the Word in churches and places all the time. But you know what? Nothing's happening in their life. Is that true? How many know that we can be, be, be a candidate if we're not careful? You know, brethren, I can remember when I... I, 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 I how many know there are people used to have a zeal for God? Many, many people. They would go hundreds of miles just to a meeting. Isn't that right? Just to hear the Word of the Lord. And some today, they won't go across the street to hear anybody. Is that true? Don't lose your zeal for God. Don't lose your love for God. Can you say amen? Amen. Don't let things creep into your life that zaps and takes out that love of God. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. So He is our covering. He's our righteousness. He's our garment. Brethren... Uh, you know, that, you know, there's imputed righteousness, there's imparted righteousness, that we need that garment, we need that robe, and Jesus is that. But I tell you, the carnal condition of this local church, we would say tonight, is because of wealth and riches. And I see it. The city I live in is a, is a city who teaches much on the prosperity of the gospel. How many believe that Christ can prosper us? Yes. But I'm telling you, there's a false prosperity. Yes, now look in Daniel 8. I'm not against prosperity. Thank God for His prosperity. But I'll tell you, brethren, I want to make sure it's the Lord's. Daniel 8. And if we follow the Lord, it will be the Lord's. Amen. Daniel 8. 
In verse 23, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full. Now notice, as transgressors come to their fullness, how many believe God's bringing us to our fullness? All right, a king of fierce countenance, understanding dark sentences, shall stand up. All right, notice that. We know that's the enemy. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He shall destroy wonderfully, shall prosper in practice, and shall destroy somebody. Who's he going to destroy? How many see that? The mighty and the holy people. How many, how many believe that's God's people tonight? Is that right? And through his policy... He'll cause craft or deceit to prosper in his hand. He shall magnify himself in his heart. And by peace or security or prosperity, himself shall destroy many. And that many there are the mighty and the holy people. How many see that? See, the word peace means prosperity or security. And it means to corrupt. Where it says he'll destroy, it means to corrupt them or to mar them. We can be corrupted, can't we? Dwell out. Come on, somebody say amen. And then he stands up against the prince of princes, and he shall be broken without hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Now listen to what this church said. I want to, I want to read several other translations of, of Revelation 3 there. Here's what the RSV says. Here's what the people said. I am rich. I have prospered. And I need nothing. How many see I there? Here's what the Philip said. I am rich. I have prospered. And there's nothing that I need. How many know that's a lie? Then here's what the New English Bible said. How rich I am. And how well I have done. I have everything I want in the world. And I want to tell you... As uh, Brother Coffey said, Jesus said, I've overcome the world. But how many know there's some overcoming in your life and my life? Verse, uh, here's what the Amplified says. I am rich, I have prospered, and grown wealthy, and I am in need of nothing. Brethren, to this kind of people, that's top priority, to become rich. How many know there's an obsession here? Can you say Amen. Hallelujah. Now, with this financial blessing comes many things. How many old lethargy sets in? Is that right? You know, I've got it made in the shade. I can just sit down and be comfortable and just coast. How many know none of us can coast? Even waiting on the rapture, you ain't going to coast. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. Now, there comes with the blessing of Almighty God something else. You know, we say, well, we, we're, it's, everything's great. Everything is grand. But how many believe there's something else that can come with that kind of spirit? Huh? You know, I don't need anything. I've got it all. Hmm? I have all my needs met. It's all centered in I. How many know that, listen, how many know as we give, God always gives back? I don't care what you give. How many know you cannot give God? Me or you. Is that right? And you know, brethren, today some of us have better jobs, better cars. Come on. Better promotions, better homes. And how many thank God for that? Is that right? Maybe money in the bank. Vacation, you know, every year for some. But with that also comes a spirit. 
if we're not careful. Is that true? Because we stop praying, we stop studying the Word of God. Come on. We stop going to church. We stop fellowshipping. And how many know it's easy to just sit down and do nothing when you get comfortable? Is that right? Anybody here tonight? How many know we need the mind of Jesus Christ? We need, there is a war going on in your soul tonight. It's going to be Jesus or this world. Is that right? Hallelujah. And we've got to call back that fragmented soul that the devil has fragmented is in all directions. Isn't that right? And that's why so many get caught up on all kinds of things because they don't have all their soul. That soul's got to be renewed. It's got to be restored. We have to have his mind. That soul must prosper. God must seal us. God must save us in our souls. How many know we had not got it all together yet? But we need to get it together. Is that true? Hallelujah. And so we can do our own plans without God. We can go our own, own way without God. And this spirit is very subtle, brethren. If we're not aware of it, isn't that true? This, this spirit of riches. You know, especially if you grew up without anything. How many know that it can certainly get a hold of you, can it? Now, I know there's a poverty spirit, too. I wrote a book on it. How many know you can go the other way with this thing? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And so, just because we say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, how many know that doesn't make us blessed? Until God blesses us. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, listen. We can get so worked up, so involved in riches, even in the ministry or in, in work, wherever we are or whoever we are, that, listen to this, there comes a time that Spirit will not turn you loose until you break it. Did you hear what I said? It will not turn you loose. It has a hold of ministries, a hold of Christians and people, and we have to break that Spirit. Amen? It will out. Do you believe it? Praise God. Okay. <clears throat> now, do you believe Jesus is your source? Let's go to Matthew. I want to give some positive things here now. It's not all negative. We need to be shaken in our boots. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 3.33. No, it's 6.33. 6.33. You know this scripture. Come on, let's quote it together. Everybody read it with me. Everybody. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So who you're putting first? You're putting God, aren't you? You're putting the kingdom of God first. You're putting the government of God first. You're putting Jesus first. And He's adding those things that you wear, those things, things that, uh, the drink, the, the clothes, whatever, you know, the, the food. He, he's doing that. Now look in Proverbs now. These are positive scriptures I want to give you. Proverbs 8, chapter 8, verse 18. And brethren, if you go after God, He will bless you. Maybe not everybody on the same measure, but how many know His blessings will be with you? Is that true? Chapter 8, verse 18. Look at this. Go back to 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me. Now, let's see what kind they are. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. How many know that riches of this world is not durable? But the riches He'll give you, amen, are, are forever. Isn't that true? Now, go to chapter 10 of Proverbs, verse 22. 10:22. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich 
Anybody want the blessing of God on your life? Hallelujah. And He addeth no sorrow with it. You know what? You can have the riches of this world and there's a lot of sorrow in it. One thing, your family's trying to fight fight you or, you know, get it before you die sometimes. Especially after you die anyway. Isn't that right? (laughs) Look in Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy 8. 18. 8.18. Not that it's wrong to leave something to your family. But some families can't wait till a person dies to get their wealth. 8.18. It says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is... It is He that giveth thee power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant, which He swear to thy fathers, uh, as it is this day. And how many know if you read throughout this chapter 8, he, he also warns once the blessings come. How many know that when the blessings come, you better make sure you still remain true to God? Isn't that true? Oh, I, I could get on that and preach on that. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to Proverbs 28 again. Back to Proverbs. I should have given you what was there. 28... Of Proverbs. Hallelujah. Chapter 28, verse 20. 28, 20. Here it is. A faithful man, a faithful woman, shall abound with blessings. Now, I'll stop there and I'll read the other later. Anybody want the blessings of God, brethren? How many know we've got to be faithful to Him? Is that true? Paul writes in Ephesians and Colossians to the saints and to the faithful. Not all saints are faithful. Is that true? But a faithful man shall abound. How many know that's, that's abundance? With blessings. Hallelujah. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Now, let's turn it around just a little bit. Let's go to Proverbs 28, 20 there. That's where we're at. But he that, the latter part, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent or go unpunished. You know anybody wants to be rich overnight? I mean, there's a lot of scams today that wants to make you rich overnight. And most of the time you lose your shirt if you get involved. Isn't that right? All right, look at verse 22. He that hasteth... And see, that word hasteth there uh, is in both verses, really. He that hasteth to be rich has something. An evil... I, an evil eye is connected with, with getting rich quick. And considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. How many see that? Poverty shall come upon him. To who? To the guy that has an evil eye, he's hasting to become rich. Is that true? Now look in thirteen eighteen with that scripture about poverty. Look over in thirteen eighteen. A Proverbs. And let's see what it says here about poverty. I don't want to live in poverty, do you? But thank God. But listen to what he says. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses what? Instruction. Why do some people walk in poverty? Because they won't do what God tells them to do. They won't listen. He that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Is that true? Amen. Look back down to verse 13 that same chapter. Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed. How many see that? That means you don't want any instruction. But he that fears the commandments shall be rewarded. Praise God. All right, now let's go to Proverbs 23. Chapter 23. Hallelujah. I'm going to read several verses, starting in verse 1. Okay, when thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat if thou be a man given to appetite. 
with wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. I mean, there's a rapture there. <laughs> okay, verse 6. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye. Did you hear that? The one that has an evil eye is the one that wants to get rich overnight, right? And here he said, Don't eat the bread of him that has an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. For he, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to, to thee, but his heart is not with thee. How many see that? And so forth. No more, well, anyway. That which you eat, he said, you're going to vomit it up. It up. So, brethren, I'm telling you, there is a spirit in the church that wants, we want to be rich overnight. We want to get wealthy overnight. And that can become our God. Can you say amen? Now, go to the New Testament. Matthew six twenty three. Matthew six twenty three. Hallelujah. Matthew six twenty three. And here the Lord says to us in verse twenty two. Let's start with verse twenty two. Well, we'll go to twenty one. For where your heart is, a treasure is there, where your heart be also. The light of the body is what? The eye. If therefore thine eye be single, if your eye is on Jesus, thy whole body shall be full. I mean, no, that's why some of us need to get healed, because our eye isn't quite single as it should be. I mean, no, He'll heal us when our eye is single. Anybody hear that? Next verse. But if your eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of? I mean, no, some of us are walking in sickness because our eye might be evil on riches. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and what? Come on. Mammon. What is mammon? Riches, isn't it? You've got to make your mind up. It's going to be God all the way. Amen? Is that true? Praise God. All right? All right. Now turn to Mark 7. No. Matthew 20, Matthew 20, verse, Matthew 20, verse 15. Praise God. You remember Jesus sent out, uh, he's talking about the kingdom of God, he sent out people different hours to work, and he, he agreed for a penny a day. How many remember that story? And then at the 11th hour, he sends people out, and he's going to pay them the same wage, and the, the guys who went out first, they got mad at those last guys who came in at the 11th hour. You know, they'd worked all during the day, and they got upset. And got, they actually got mad at the Lord. Isn't that right? Is that right? Look at verse 15. Is it not, he, Jesus said, Is it not, not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Is thine eye evil because I am good? I mean, they were mad at Jesus here because they had borne the, the, the heat of the day and worked all those hours. And yet He brings people in at the 11th hour and gives them the same reward. And they all agreed. And yet He said, You got an evil eye. How many know there's a lot of jealousy in the church? Somebody gets a little more. How many know we want to either we want to outdo them or we get jealous or envious of them? How many know if God blesses our brothers and sisters? Let's rejoice with them. Amen? Come on. Amen? Amen. Now look in Mark 7. Mark 7. Mark 7, 20. Mark 7, 20. Can you hear me back there? All right. Mark chapter 7. Look in verse 20. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, and murderers. 
Thefts, covetousness. How many see that word covetousness? Wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye. There it is. And blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and do what, brethren? What does it do? It defiles you and I, doesn't it? Amen. Now go to Jeremiah 17. I mean, uh, go to Galatians 3.1. Then we'll go, to, we'll go to Jeremiah. Go to Galatians. Chapter 3 and verse 1. The evil eye is connected here with this verse. Galatians 3.1. Verse 1 said, O foolish Galatians. Another translation said, O beloved idiots. <laughs> That's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Now, how many see the word bewitched there? How many see the word witch and the word bewitched? How many see that? You know, whose spell are you under, he's saying to them. Amen? They were under a spell. And how many know a witch will put you under her spell? Or a warlock. Isn't that true? Now, what, what was their problem? They were leaving the spirit and coming back under the flesh or the works of the flesh. I mean, a witchcraft starts in the flesh. But there's also a spirit behind it. Is that true? Now, it, 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 actually, they were being charmed. How I many know there's a charming spirit? Mm -hmm. You ever seen it? It means to fascinate it means to lead you into evil doctrine, and it means to mislead by an evil eye. Hallelujah. Anybody hear that? And this word witchcraft means to slander. And how many know that's diabolos? That's Satan. Now look at verse 2. This only would I learn of you, receive you the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect in the flesh? How many used to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Come on, raise your hands. How many's not moving lately? Come on. Anybody not moving lately in the gifts as you should? Be honest. How many know something stopped you? Something hindered you? Is that true? Don't allow it. Take authority over it. Let God show you. Amen? Praise God. Verse 3 again. Look at verse 3 again. Are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect? By the flesh. And the answer is no. We're not made perfect. Is that right? Are you hearing me? <clears throat> Praise God. And you know, brethren, the spirit of darkness can tell us we're all right when the blessings come. Hmm? Just start relying and trusting uh, in God. Start trusting on a job, a job situation or a paycheck or a system. How many know we need to trust God? God's our source. Is that right? We must not lose that fire for God. It must not... The fire must not go out. How many know there's a lot of things left just called smoldering and smoke? We need the fire of God. Come on, rekindled in our life. Isn't that right? Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Now, in Matthew 13. Matthew 13, verse 19. Let's see what Jesus said. 13, 19. He said, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, not just any word, but the word of the kingdom... And understands it not. Then comes the wicked one. And what's he going to do? He's going to catch away that which was sown. Isn't that right? How I many know oh, he's a thief and a, he's a, he'll steal from you? Is that true? All right. Then in verse 20, But he receives the seed in the stony places. Is those that hear the word, they, they with joy they receive it. Amen. But notice in verse 21, he doesn't have any root. He's, there's no depth in this one. Is that right? 
And what happens? Tribulation and persecution comes. How many know he's, he's offended? Isn't that right? And he just, you know, falls away like fly. You know any people like that today is on the shelf? You know any people who used to serve God today, they're on the shelf, they're not serving God? How I many of the church is full of them? Isn't that right? Next verse. He also that receives seed among the thorns. Is he that what? He hears the word of the kingdom, but something happens. Here's Laodicea. The care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. How many see that? How many know thorns will stick you and prick you? And brethren, there's a lot of people got thorns in them because they've allowed riches to come in and take the place of Jesus. Can you say amen? And this word care of this world means distraction. There are things that distract us and take us away from the Lord. Is that true? Amen. To take you to another direction. It means anxiety or anxious care and so forth. And then this word deceitfulness of riches means to choke the word. Uh, of course, I mean, we become unfruitful. But, but that word deceitful, deceitfulness means deceived or beguiled. It's a false impression. It's, it's, it's lust. It, it means lust excited by deceit. It's unrighteousness. And how many know we have to avoid that? And then those, it says here in verse 23, those that receive the seed in the good ground, is he that hears the word, he understands it, he bears forth fruit, he brings some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. Praise God. How many thank God somebody's bringing forth some fruit? How many thank God for the fruit in your own life tonight? Amen? Praise God. Now, <clears throat> let's, go over, let's go over to Luke 11. Now, how many believe the devil is the thief? How many believe that he's stolen a lot of things from us? Anybody want part of your inheritance back that he's stolen? So, amen. That's right. We want it all, don't we? Kyle said he wants it all. Luke eleven twenty one. How many know he's a thief? Luke eleven twenty one. When a strong man armed, keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, hallelujah, and overcome him. How many know the greatest overcomer we've got in us is Jesus? He taketh from him all his armor, wherein he trusted, and divides his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me is going to do what? Scattereth. Amen. Praise God. He's going to scatter. Now, what's the devil stolen from us? Maybe our joy? Come on. Maybe our peace? Maybe our prosperity? Maybe our families are not serving God? Isn't that right? And how many know that the strong man is Satan? But how many believe that the stronger one is Jesus? And how many know Jesus is in us tonight? Amen. How many know the stronger one is going to come up on him and overcome him? Hallelujah through you and me. Is that right? The stronger one is going to bind him. The stronger one is going to take away all his armor that he trusted in. Is that right? He's going to divide his spoil. Praise God. But what is the house? What is the strong man's house? You and me. Right here in it. How many believe we need to kick the devil out? Amen. Kick him out. Throw him out. Eradicate his nest. Is that right? Amen. Praise God. Look in Luke 17. One of the signs of the end time. Luke 17. In verse 28. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot. Let's see what they were doing. They did eat. They drank. 
They bought, they sold, they planted, and they built it. Is that prosperity? Physical. Yeah. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven, and what? Come on. Destroy them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. How many believe there's going to be some more fire falling? Huh? <laughs> Isn't that right? It would be like the days of Lot, the days of Noah. Amen? And God will interrupt their prosperity. How I many know it won't be received too good? Now, I want to show you something. In the, in the um, another th three scriptures the Lord gave me tonight, sitting there. Let's go to Proverbs 11. I'm going to give you four scriptures here. Then I want to... Uh, say something else, and we're going we're gonna to pray. Isaiah 2. Isaiah 2. Isaiah 2. I said Proverbs, I think. We're going to go to Isaiah 2. Verse 21. <clears throat> and here's what it says. We'll go back to verse 20. Act to verse 20. Uh, let's go back to verse 19. Let me tell you where we're at. You want to know where we're at in time? We're coming up to the sixth seal in Revelation. There's a great destruction going to hit. I don't mean just America. How many know the world? How many of those judgments coming on the world? But you know when those judgments come on the world, how many know that many are going to learn righteousness? Is that true? Okay. How many know the righteous judgments of God? Is that true? All right. Look here in chapter uh, 2 now. And uh, if, you want, if you want to trace this back, you can trace this back to Revelation to that sixth seal. And, and what God's going to do, brethren, He's going to bring the pride of man down during that sixth seal. Now, look here in verse 19. We'll start with verse 19. They shall go into the holes of the rocks. That's what, what happens there in Revelation. Into the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord and for the glory of His majesty when He rises to shake terribly the earth. In that day a man shall cast his idols. Now, look at that word idol. His idols of silver, his idols of gold, which they have made each one for himself to worship. To the moles and to the bats. How many see that? So what if you put all your money in gold and silver? How I many know someday you may want to throw it away? I'm not saying if, if God tells you to do it, not, don't do it. And, and notice, and go into the clefts of the rocks and tops of the ragged rocks for fear of the Lord, for the glory of His majesty when He rises to shake terribly the earth. How many see that? All right, now let's go to uh, Zephaniah 1.18. Zephaniah 1.18. No, to go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 7. Turn right to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 7. Ezekiel 7, uh, verse 19. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 7, 19. And here, here this prophet says, They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. How many see that? They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it's the stumbling block of their iniquity. I'll tell you who'll deliver us on the day of the Lord is the Lord Jesus. Now let's go to Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Praise you, Jesus. Zephaniah. <clears throat> Zephaniah chapter two, uh, chapter one, verse eighteen. These are all all these scriptures dealing with the day of the Lord. One eighteen. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land. How many believe that the wrath of God is not coming on the righteous? But tribulation is. Can you say amen? 
We're not opponent to wrath, but we're opponent for tribulation. Is that right? I heard a man preaching the other day, and he said, Jesus, uh, you know, was afflicted. And because he was afflicted, you don't have to be afflicted. How many know that ain't Bible? You will be afflicted if you're going to serve God. Is that right? Now go to Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11. Anybody been in afflictions lately? Just raise your hands. I think most of us. Chapter 11, verse 4. But how many know the Lord can deliver us out of all of them? Chapter 4, uh, chapter 11, verse 4 of uh, Proverbs 11, 4. Look at this verse. It goes with the three I gave you. It says, Riches profit not in the day of wrath. Don't matter how much you got in the bank. Don't matter how much you got in the, under the ma- uh, mattress. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. We need some righteousness tonight. Every one of us. Can you say amen? Praise God. I want to give you one more scripture here, and then we pray. Uh, Ezekiel 16. And I appreciate everyone's here tonight. I believe you're here by the direction of the Lord. And you know, brethren, these are good brethren that are here this time to minister the Word of God. We need to, as Brother Golden says, listen to them and pray for them. Amen? Ezekiel 16, 49. I appreciate the camp. You know, Glenn's never come and said, you can't preach on this or that or whatever. I mean, you know, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn gives us that liberty in the Holy Spirit to preach what God is telling us. Amen? He's never restrained us. Uh, Ezekiel sixteen forty nine, And here's what it says. Behold, and this is a picture of America as well as the church. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, abundance of idleness. Let me know that's, that'll kill you was in her and in her daughters, neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy, and they were haughty and committed abominations before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. I mean, no pride will kill us. Is that right? And brethren, we all need to go down tonight, don't we? We all need a good taste of humility, don't we? I need a good dose of it. Amen? About a barrel full. How about you? And I'm telling you, brethren, there is false security tonight. There is true security. There is true prosperity. There's a false prosperity. There's true abundance, and there's a false abundance. We need to know if it's of God or not. I mean, know that. I mean, know we love the world. It's the lust of the eye, flesh, and pride of life. And God must take that out of us. Amen. How many want to be in the first fruit company mentioned in Revelation? You know what God has to do in all of us? Take all the rebellion out of us. Anybody want all the rebellion out of you? I believe we do, don't we? How many know that it takes tribulation, it takes fire, it takes those things? And God's going to help us, isn't He? He's going to help us. Praise God. I want us to stand and pray this prayer. We're going to pray deliverance tonight. Sister Coffin and Brother Coffin is here to minister deliverance this week. And we appreciate their ministry so much. Brother Jim Landry will be here. Jim's uh, really... Moving in, in deliverance and others. But I, I want us to pray tonight and, and ask God to help us in these areas that we've taught on. I believe that I believe we're, in a, we're living in a, a time that we, that we see so much deception. And I'm telling you, brethren, it's not wrong to have things. But if they have us, it's wrong. Amen. I mean, no, we, have to, we have to count the cost. We have to look on the inside and say tonight, Lord, is there something stopping and hindering me from serving you tonight? Let's pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, we come in Jesus' name. We submit to the head, the Lord Jesus himself. 
our righteousness, our covering. Lord, we need you tonight. We repent when our eye, when our heart has left you. If we have left our first love in any measure, forgive us, Lord. We repent tonight, Lord. You said if we repent, we'd be restored. So, Father God, forgive me tonight as a Christian for the love of money. Not money, but the love of money. Forgive me, Lord, for unjust gain. Forgive me, Lord, for all lust and greed, avarice, any cheating, lying, evil eye. Come out of me. Come off of me. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Off of me. Off of my wife. Off of my children. Off of my bloodline. Father God, I break the curse in the name of Jesus. I break that spirit that was shortened my life through covetousness. Forgive me, Lord. You spirit that I have named, come out of me. In Jesus' name. Now take a deep breath and let him go. Name of Jesus. Come on. Out. All lust, covetousness. Come out. Come out. In Jesus' name. All of that. Lust and covetousness. Greed. Avarice. Cheating. Lying. Come out. Come out. Off of us. Off of us. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. We bind you in Jesus' name. <clears throat> okay. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. I bind all false prosperity. I bind the beast prosperity. I bind all idols. Of money and riches, worldly fashions, fashions that are provocative or unclean, merchandising, the peddler, the trafficker, the spirit of the Canaanite, Jezebel and her merchants, come off of me, come out of me, in the name of Jesus, loose me, go in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and let them go. Come on. Come on, let him go. <coughs> Come on, we all got some in. <coughs> all of us, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, every bit. Every bit go in Jesus' name. Loose! Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive us for all pride, boastfulness, being arrogant, luxury, the wrong kind, self-righteousness, deceitful, beguilement, cares of this life, Father God, give me a love and a care and a desire for you. I command all this pride to go now. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out. I root you out. In the name of Jesus, come out. Jesus' name. Come on, take a deep breath. Come on, all pride, self-righteousness, go in Jesus' name. All deceit, all beguiling, all the cares of this life, come out. Come out. Loose, loose, loose. Loose them. In the name of Jesus. One more prayer now. Heavenly Father, forgive me, Lord, for loving myself, loving pleasures. Forgive me for witchcraft, evil consupiscence, all control, intimidation, manipulation, domination. In the name of Jesus, I break your hold. In the name of Jesus, come out. Come off of me. Let him go in Jesus' name. Come on. Jesus' name. Come on. Take a deep breath. Let him go in Jesus' name. Amen. Off. Loose. 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 
All Laodicean, uh, all riches of the Laodicean church that Jesus spoke of, I break it off of us here in Jesus' name. I break it off this last church right now in Jesus' name. All false, all false riches and false prosperity. Loose, loose us in Jesus' name. Jesus. How many felt some relief tonight? Come on. I mean deliverance. I should say deliverance, not relief. Deliverance. Praise God. Amen. Let's give the Lord praise. Come on. Give Him praise. Give Him honor. Give Him glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, I break off of us all that would destroy or corrupt or mar us. Because we have truly repented here tonight, Father. I break those, those curses off. Those things have been sent against us. Those beast powers and false prophet powers. I break them off of our lives now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you for starting the, the, the deliverance tonight, Lord. And we'll just add as we go into these meetings. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Mary, come up. I want to give you a word, Mary. Praise the Lord. Have a word for Sister Mary. Hallelujah. How many thank God for Jesus tonight? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good to see you, Mary. <clears throat> Mary, the Lord, the Lord is uh, increasing His light within thee. The Lord is increasing His strength. And, and the Lord is putting you in, in some particular places that, that your flesh would say, Lord, I don't want to be there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to be in that situation. But the Lord is going to allow you to be in that situation, uh, that you might sound the trumpet, that you may speak uh, a word in season to, that, to a people. And, God's, and, it, and what I see is a, another race. I see you going to another race, another color. And, and you're going to say some things to the people that they don't want to hear. But God said, you open your mouth wide, and I will fill it, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is that right? Praise God. All right. I just ministered a week ago uh, at one of the black churches here. Oh, and so you're just confirming. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and honor, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, He's wonderful, isn't He? Tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock, prayer meeting. Amen. And the meetings all throughout the whole day. May the Lord bless you. God go with you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Lord good. Yes, amen. How many of you say the Lord's good? All the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to welcome here to Lake Hamilton Bible Camp to enjoy the presence of the Lord and to come and get what? 
delivered. How many come to get delivered? Yes. Hallelujah. And as you go, I wonder tonight if everybody would move up closer. Come on up closer. Come on up where the spirits are. Come on up closer. Fill these front seats out so that if people come in, that they'll be able to find a seat. Come on up closer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come and fill the seats up front. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Togetherness. Hallelujah. Togetherness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, that's not, not that look more beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my. Get with it tonight. Hallelujah. Just let go and let go. Hallelujah. <laughs> Walking in a spirit, abiding in mercy.
Spirit. Hallelujah. Walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah, Lord. Let us walk tonight, God, yes. to be so in the Spirit, Lord. Yes. Father, let nothing's impossible with you tonight. Yes. Amen. Lord, in your people, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are gathering together unto Him. We are gathering together. tonight unto him for no other reason but unto him tonight that he may be glorified that he may be honored tonight that he may be king of kings and lord of lords in all of our hearts hallelujah he is a king a king he is a lord he is a lord of lords his name is jesus 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 oh he is a king he is a king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Jesus, 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 Jesus.
I shall visit thee with my love, I shall visit thee with my spirit, and my power, saith the Lord. Look up, yea, for your redemption draweth nigh. I, the Lord God, am in the midst of thee. I walk in the midst of my candlestick in this hour. And yea, I do shine bright, saith the Lord, in and through thee. Look up, saith the Lord, for yea, greater days are ahead for thee in your heart and in your, in your life. I, the Lord God, am in charge. And as you submit every area of your life to me, thou shalt see a great change, for I am a great God, and I change not, saith the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord.
This is the end of this message. Our website is www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com. There are many free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home. Thank you.